Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. This is part one of a series I call Why You Struggle as a Solo Mom. I've been thinking a lot lately about why solo moms struggle. And I've written a blog post about it because I realized that there are some basic reasons, some basic foundational reasons why we struggle as solo, single, divorced mom. And I wanted to talk about this because this has been on my heart quite a bit. And the number one reason I think we struggle as solo moms is that we don't love ourselves. We don't have an awareness of self-love. And there's several aspects to that and several reasons why I think that self-love is a big problem for us. So what is self-love? Self-love is when you prioritize your own well-being because you have to have an appreciation of who you are as a person. So I think one of the biggest problems with not being self-aware, not loving yourself, is that we don't see ourselves as God sees us. And what I mean by that is that to God, we're precious. As humans, we're precious. God calls us all kinds of nice names. But we sometimes struggle with that because our past, we've had some real horrible past, traumatic past, and sometimes it's childhood, you know, trauma. But sometimes it's the people in our lives that has let us down and has, you know, really beaten us down. And life has really trampled on us. And there are many days I wondered if there really is a God, even though I was a Christian. I, you know, so it's something we struggle with, this self-loathing and this lack of loving who we are as a person. So I wanted to address that. Once we start to see ourselves as God sees us, our minds will take a different turn because most of it is a mindset thing. Now, you have to see yourself as somebody special. David said in Psalm 139 that, for I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful all thy works. My soul knows it well. I like to paraphrase that, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made, and don't I know it? The other thing is that when we go through life being beaten up and being rejected and abandoned, 
abandoned. We feel that we are not worthy of love. We're not worthy of good thoughts or self-love. And I want to tell you that your mistakes are in the past, right? As far as God is concerned, they're in the past. And if you don't believe me, there's a a story I want to tell you about in the Bible. You probably know about it. It's John 8, 3 to 10. And it's about the woman caught in adultery. And back in the day, if you were caught in adultery, the law said you were to be stoned to death. And so all these scribes and Pharisees came to Jesus and said, you know, we caught her committing adultery and the law said we should stone her. So what do you say? And it was some kind of trick to get Jesus to say something, you know, so they could do what they want to do with him. But Jesus, he ignored him for a minute. He bent down, he was right on the floor. And then he got up and he said, you who have no sin, you throw the first stone. And so once he said that, he went back to writing on the ground. He looked up after a few minutes and everybody was gone. And he said, where are they? Did they not condemn you? And she said, no, Lord, they left. And Jesus said, neither do I condemn thee. So I, I say that to say this, that it doesn't matter what you've done. If if you, you're rack with guilt and self-loathing, there's no reason. There's no reason to feel that way. Another story is the story of the slave woman in Abraham and, and Sarah's household. And Sarah, God promised Abraham a son, but they were old and Sarah couldn't wait. So Sarah told Abraham to go sleep with his his slave. And he did. And they had a son. But after that, Sarah did receive the promised son. And one day they were all, they were all out and Hagar, the name of the, the slave, was laughing. And Sarah saw that and she didn't like that. So she said, no, we need to get rid of her. You need to get rid of them. And so Abraham took Hagar and Ishmael out in the wilderness and left them out in the desert and left them and they ran out of water and Hagar thought that she was going to die. Our child was going to die. She was a single mom. You know, we only care about our children. We don't care about ourselves. She's just worried about her child dying. And so she put the child away and then she went a little bit further and God heard the child crying. God came and told her, you know, where to look and she found water so she could give it to the child. And God made promises to her about her son. And so it tells me that even as a single mom who slept with somebody else, she may not have had a choice, but that's what she did. Somebody else's husband, God still helped her, right? And so it proves to me, these stories prove to me that God loves us and the onus is on you to love yourself. Now, I hear a lot of stories about Nobody wants to hear about God or about church or about that. I didn't say anything about church, but I understand the brokenness that comes with church membership. A lot of people suffered at the hands of people who were supposed to embrace us and love us. And when we stumbled, they were supposed to be there to help us cushion the fall. But rather they were like everybody else, took out their knife and their stick and beat us up. And so you have an ingrained dislike for anything to do with God. But just remember, they weren't God, they were people. And once we get beyond
beyond the fact that no matter who they are, whether they're a minister or a pastor, whatever they call themselves, prophet, whatever, they are just people. And people fail. People do bad things. Okay? So don't get it twisted. God is not your mom or your dad who was one of those, you know, Bible thumpers. So I don't want to beat this up, but, you know, I just wanted to say that if that's your thing, don't let people rob you of your inheritance. The second point I wanted to make on the self-love is that you need to have more positive self-talk. Stop talking to yourself negatively. In the tongue is life and death. So you decide, you choose life. And in choosing life, you speak positivity into your life. Talk good to yourself. And I heard somebody said, if someone treated you like you treat you, would you want to be your friend? So don't treat yourself bad by talking bad to yourself. You know, I'm no good. I'm washed up. And there's just so many words that we use to describe ourselves on a daily basis. And can you imagine if you you told your child those same words, what kind of long-term effect that has on them? And it's possible you had people in your life who didn't speak, didn't speak peace and truth and blessing in your life, but they called you names and they, they beat you up with their with their tongue. Don't be like them. Don't beat yourself up with your tongue. Be nice to yourself. Speak positive. Speak light. Speak life into your own life. I can't say this often enough because it's something I used to do. I've gotten to the point where I've, I've decided to just start listening to different preachers, speakers, motivational, don't matter what who they are, as long as the words are positive. And I repeat them because I am blessed. I am highly favored and the truth of God is in me. And so I am not going to go around putting poison in myself because that's what your words will do because your brain and your mind and your body will absorb that. That's energy you're sending out and it comes back to you. So don't, 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 don't speak negative to yourself. And one of my solutions, apart from listening to positive motivational speeches, is to turn that around and start being thankful. Practice gratitude. Like I, there are days I get up and I maybe sometimes just not feeling good about myself, but I will stand, I'll wash my face, brush my teeth, mess up my hair, and just stand in front of the mirror and struck a pose and tell myself how beautiful I am. Because if you don't tell yourself how beautiful you are, how do you expect other people to tell you that? And there are times when I'll get up, my eyes will pop open and I will like, thank you, Jesus. I'm awake. I'm alive. I'm going to tell you a story. I, I was at a job and I left the job and the lady who took over from my job, she went to bed one night and she didn't wake up the next morning and she was younger than I am. So be grateful. Find something to be grateful for every single 
day. I'm going to give you a pointer as to how to do that and keep that going. And when you love yourself, you will teach others, you will show others, you'll express to others how to love you. My last point is don't allow other people to treat you bad. I'm not sending you into a fight, but those passive aggressive friends, that overbearing parent or in-law, those men that claim they love you, but call you names that shouldn't be uttered by somebody who claims they love you. Don't take it. Don't stand. Don't live with it. Right. And if you can't physically remove yourself from the situation, then you have to mentally move yourself from the situation. And my point too, about talking positively to yourself and being grateful will help you block out all that negative energy until you can get yourself physically away from the situation because that situation is not going to help you. And I know sometimes we carry all this burden from from the abandonment and from the, the issues we've had if we've been divorced because we wonder why the words and the negative words play over and over and over in our mind. Don't do that. Don't let them do that. I had a, a guest on my show the other day, Dr. Roberta Shayla, and she called these people hijackers because they hijack your life. You are the one who are allowing them to do that because you allow the poison to seep into your mind. And the guy who called you a bitch and a hoe is wrong. So whose report are you going to believe? Because God says you're a chosen generation and you're a royal priesthood. So whose report are you going to believe? So don't allow allow these people to tell you who you are. You live as God sees you and tell yourself who you are. You decide who you are. And then, and then you will start to find ways to express love to yourself. I have a download, a free download. It's not my own. I borrowed it. It's the 10 scrolls by Agmandino. And they're just motivational things that you could repeat on a daily basis. And it's a challenge. So you could make it your own, adapt it for yourself. I want you to today begin a new life. This is the first installment in a series I call Why You Struggle as a Solo Mom. I mentioned earlier these 10 scrolls by Ogmandina. I've put the link below. Like I said, it's not my uh, creation, but it's something that's available for download. And, and I do recommend. The second thing I wanted to say is I recommend that you get a journal, a notebook, something to write down daily affirmations, whether you're using quotes, Bible verses, or your own words that you've made up. Write them down. Write down what you're grateful for. Get up every day and write down what you're grateful for. Journaling is a great way to keep track of your thoughts. It really helps your mental well-being. That is what the experts say. So I hope that helps. If this series resonates with you, Why Solo Moms Struggle, please follow this podcast so you'll know when new episodes become available. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Whatever you're going through in life, whatever happens, don't forget you're never alone and you don't have to parent in silence. 
Join our next monthly meetup where mothers come together and talk to each other and empathize with each other. It's a safe place where you can where we can discuss issues that affect us as solo moms. So there's a link below. Friday, February 18 at 6:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll just hang out, have some fun, and just retreat a little from the chaos. See you there. Hello, solo moms. As a solo mom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jen at jrosemarie.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below i am here for you and i want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer don't parent in silence so take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.